problems listening to this when they're fighting on there. Who is this? This is Clutch, Psychic Warfare. This is one of my favorite jams this year for going to the river. I probably listened to this 35 times with the driving guide and the Fraser. And the Thompson. Super early mornings, right? You need something to get you going, right? Is this going to be a new uh, Steelhead song? Definitely. Yeah, oh yeah. I'll be, I'll be sick of this album by the time Steelhead season comes, but I'm still jamming it out now. So. I have a short attention span when it comes to music. <laughs> I move on quickly. I love this. There's a part in this song where the singer goes on the boat full Scorpio. Go! That's my sign. So. Nice. I like that part. All right. This is episode, where are we at? 23. 23? 23. Episode 23. They're teething. Who's they? The chums are teething right now. We figured it out. Yeah? Yeah. Is that, is that what's going on with them? Me and Nate hit the river the other day. We were going to do like a half-day coho, half-day chum, and it ended up being three-quarter-day chum. We couldn't leave. We were just every cast. It got ridiculous. Yeah. Just chrome bullet. Sea lice. Chums. Sea lice, like living sea lice chums, like big, long tails and all the sea lice. Wow. And they were just, they were zorfing it. Like, it was nuts. Man. Yeah. You get doubles, a lot of zoifs? A lot of zoifs, doubles. Pretty much for a while. For anyone that's listening for the there first time, what's a zoif? Fill them in. Zoif's the float down. The that's the sound. That's the sound you make when you set the hook on a float down, especially on chums. Yeah. yeah. Do you do a uh, hashtag zoif? Yeah, hashtag <laughs> zoif. It goes under, and if if you're on it tight, you come come tight, and the, your line rips off the water, and the line the water sprays, and yeah. it's on. Well, if you're out with that old guy that we went fishing with the other day, you don't you don't uh, hop on it right when that bobber goes down. You let it sit. Oh yeah, that was funny. My friend's dad was out with us. He was a very old school fisherman. Seventy nine. What's that? That's how old he was. Yeah, and he'd been fishing like he did steelhead by here fifty years ago on the Thompson and stuff using pencil lead, like fourteen inch long pencil lead and stuff. <laughs> live crayfish. That's what they were using. Yeah, bottom bouncing it, huh? Yeah, bottom bouncing live crayfish. Yeah. Yeah, and then he would just sit there on the chum and wait. Bobbers down, and you'd just be like, "No, you wait." What was he doing? <laughs> He's waiting for the chum to get a good bite. <laughs> get a good grip on that jig. Oh wow! <laughs> and then he would he yell funny. at his boys if they didn't wait. You gotta wait. Yeah, it was awesome. <laughs> oh, that was good. It's fun. not an alligator gar. Alligator gar. You know how when they they use bobbers, then when the bobber goes down, they like they track it. Yeah. And the he grabs the bait and then goes somewhere, and then he eats the bait because he can't set the hook on it on the alligator snout. Oh okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. So sometimes they they follow the fish downriver into a back eddy, and he eats a chicken leg or whatever they're using. <laughs> That's where they like pull them up on the water and shoot them, right? Is that yeah. how they do it? Yeah. With a shotgun, like point blank. They do, yeah. yeah. They're hard to kill, apparently. Uh, I imagine they're pre- their skulls. They're prehistoric, like sturgeon. I yeah. Know that, yeah. Mm-hmm. I tried alligator in uh, New Orleans. First time I ever mm-hmm. tried it. It was, uh, it was like chicken. Yeah. Well, we should eat all the alligators then. We don't really need that many of them around, I don't think. No. Yeah, I think I've had hush puppies that were had gator in them or something. Huh. Something like that. Maybe I'm wrong. You're, but hush puppies I, are from that area, though. Are they? I've never tried a hush puppy. It sounds like a donut. It's a pair of cheese, it is. It? It's like a southern fried thing, like a samosa. But I thought we were talking about the shoes, hush puppies. <laughs> no. <laughs> I was like, I had a shoe that had gator in it. Like, what? <laughs> what are you talking about? Are you doing snakeskin boots over here? What? Gator boots. There you go. The next uh, wading boots coming out. Gator boots. Te- oh, teething time. We were talking about yeah. te- teething time. Okay, so we're fishing the other day, and the chums are just hammering it, and Nate's like, yeah, I think they're th- teething probably. And I'm like, what? He's like, yeah, I think they're teething. And then we started yep. getting, we got into a big discussion on te- the teething business. So we came to the conclusion, indeed, they were teething, because like, I landed this one, and I'm not shitting you, like, it looked like it was crying. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> had like tears coming out of its eyes. Could have been just water, but the poor thing was teething. 
Yeah, well, it's a good thing we had a solid supply of pacifier jigs. Well, just think about when you're a little baby, right? And you start teething, and you know, you're yeah. crying all the time. Your teeth yeah. are breaking through. You got bones coming through well, your well, skin. These, these chums are, like, growing teeth by the second when yeah. they're out there on the river. They need a purple jig to, like, pacify on. Just yeah, chew the, away on it. Yeah, the yeah, jig. chew it. Yeah, we're coming up with a new jig. We decided to pacifier. <laughs> For teething chums. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they grow fast, you know? You Those catch teeth. one, and it's fresh. It doesn't teeth aren't that big but a week later giant yeah it's like a, a rostrum rostrum you know <laughs> protruding so you guys oh, yeah they got that that oh i love it when they what is it what's it called the big like when it's like the big ball with the, the big gnarly teeth sticking out at odd angles that thing is nasty yeah you got to be careful it's like a, it's like a i've got some cuts medieval kipe you know well, you know, we were looking at uh, the proboscis monkey, but in zoology, that's you know, I mean, it. There's a couple things that have noses like that, you know, but it's mostly a mammal. But <laughs> the rostrum, it's really a platform. Like you could say a guy's standing on a rostrum, but the sawfish has that thing. That's what they call it, you know. It's, it's a it's a bony nose with a lot of teeth coming out of it, you know. So yeah. We, so we've now dubbed this, the the chum snout a bit when it's a big male with that big ball of teeth. It's a probostrum. <laughs> probostrum, yeah, a combo. <laughs> yeah, we comboed it up. And it's now the probostrum. Yeah. <laughs> There's a few of those kicking around right now. There's probostrums everywhere, dude. There were so many fish in there. Oh, mm. we were standing in like nothing, nothing water. We got. We must have caught hooked. 80 fish out of a piece of water that looked like a, it was nothing. Yeah. Literally nothing. It all, was just all like, chum? like there was a run and this was just like a yep, tiny, tiny little in just a little micro bay of slower water that was only about a foot and a half deep. And they were just loading through there, just, just coming through. Yeah, fresh coming through super fresh, as fresh as they come, you know? Yeah. It's pretty hard to catch fish with sea lice on them. Yeah, that far up, but these point. ones were had them right. They must have motored straight up. Yep, we were we were saying these things were swimming when we were sleeping. Yeah, you know we got up in the morning and oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, they entered the. Yeah, no, what was your joke? Yeah, these things swam by Dudney while we were napping <laughs> last night because you know Dudney's title. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> just zoomed on by, man. Yeah, and uh, so it was just chum the other day. Yeah, we barely. By the time we got on to co fishing, the heavy rains moved in and yeah, it we, came down. The wind good. came with it, and we were like, "Yeah, you know what? We're kind of done." <laughs> yeah, we saw. We'll come fella. back tomorrow and get them. And then last night it rained like mad. Yeah, got to the river today, walked out like, "Well, it's not so bad," and then kind of got there and was like, "Went up six inches or so." It was pretty brown. Yeah, like it wasn't so bad when you put your Polaroids on; you could actually see a foot in the water. But without the Polaroids, it just looked like chocolate. Mm. And the fish were just off today, but that, from what I hear last night was like apparently the largest full moon in... No, tonight is. Tonight is the super moon. I thought they said last night. Tonight's the super moon. It's oh. uh, 17 years until we'll have another one. But anyhow, so we noticed today, like, they were there, that we went back, the fish were there, and yeah, they were not, they weren't too happy campers, eh? They stopped teething. They had to yeah. work. They had to work for them. <laughs> yeah. We still caught a bunch, but the water was a little brown and fast. Yeah. So your drifts were kind of quick, and you didn't have much time to see it. Yeah. Yeah. And we we had my friend Bob Quigley out there, so we couldn't really we didn't really want to do like crazy power hike power hike to find new water. We probably could have done that and got on a hard pot of them, but didn't want to go up to that one spot where I fished with you because that's a gong show usually. So yeah. On the on the Chilliwack River, the better. Yeah, that really. You know the chum spot where everybody goes. Yeah, it's a gong show there? where you can park and walk 187 feet and yeah. catch chum after chum. Yep, it's a good spot. It was vacant today, but it was up and on Monday. It was yeah. really the river's way up. Like it's there's not a. No. That's why we didn't go too hard after Coho today. It was kind of like we we're gonna go sit in some little divot and fish row. It wasn't really gonna be yeah. our gig. Yeah, we'd rather get some clear clear lake water and twitch some jigs, but. Maybe tomorrow. So speaking of coho, uh, what do you what do you got going on with coho? Nothing. Nothing. No. What do you got? You got something new to target coho? Spoon. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I'm not sponsored by them. Never mind. Um, <laughs> no. Yeah, we got the, what the new twitching jig rod. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. There we go. 
Yeah, I had Nate out here. We did some beta testing the other day and went out to the Harrison and it was like forest water. Yeah. I, oh, jammed water. Like, so there's so much water in there. I can't even believe it. I've never seen it like that much at this time of year. Harrison's been high for a little while now. Oh, it's jacked now. It came up. There was one, I think I went went home the one night, came back the next day, and I bet he was up three feet. Wow. It seemed like it didn't There was just no beaches, nothing, trees. Mm. So the coho were pretty tough to find. So we went to where I have hammered a bunch of coho late in the year before to this one spot and anchored up and got in there and started lighting it up on some the sockeyes in there. Yeah, which are fun. Yeah, they're super Definitely. hammering the jigs. So we tested out the new rods on them. Got some nice, I don't know, we got some bucks that were probably entering double digits. Yeah. Big leaps and stuff on them and... Yeah, horsed them in with the new rods. Were dead. So what is what is the new rod? I've caught plenty of coho on the new rod before. My clients were using it for middle of October on. I had the the prototype and yeah, yeah it was flawless. I even had some unfortunate dorsal Tony <laughs> Tony Dorset chum <laughs> chum hookups. <laughs> that by the way, that's what Nate calls the the dorsal hookup. It's the Tony Dorset. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we had a couple guys swinging below us yesterday and uh. You know they were they were hooking into a couple things, but we could tell by the way it was going. That <laughs> they're landing it sideways. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> dragging were, it onto the beach. They were setting into the dorsal, so we just figured that was, you know, <laughs> it was a good 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 name for that type of. Situation. But yeah, the, the new the new rod, no problem. You know, like, it's got tons of beef to it. It's fairly stiff for what you need for twitching. And uh, how long is it? It's seven and a half feet. Yeah. One piece. Um, 10 to 20? 10 to 20 rated. Yeah. What do you call it? It's the fish pimp. Quarter ounce to three eighths. So I was all excited when I heard no. you called it. The quarter f- ounce to half? No. Quarter ounce to... One? Three quarter. Three quarter? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, quarter ounce, three quarter. Yeah, so you can pitch a pretty good jig. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and you... you, you it's can not talk. a really light rod. I mean, you can... you can. Yeah, you can bass fish with it. So I was going to say, can you bass fish? Yeah, it'd be a great bass fishing rod. It'd be great for twitching for coho, yeah. twitching... Even twitching for chums with it is not bad, but I, I wouldn't be my, like, go-to if you were... Because yeah. there's guys who are actually getting right into twitching for chums now. Really? And, yeah, I've talked to a bunch of guys at the boat launch. are like, yeah, I'm not even float fishing anymore for them. I just twitch jigs for them now. And it's like, yeah, yeah cool. But for that, I would get, go into more of an eight foot, a little bit like the same sort of rod, just a bit heavier. Yeah, twelve yeah. to twenty five. Yeah, yeah, bit heavier because you got you know you, I believe in landing fish fast. I don't want to be farting yeah. around with a fish, right? A big rod. Don't want to take it for a walk. Although I blew up one of my old Lammies. They're super good rods. They're eleven foot, medium heavy float fishing rods I got years ago, and now I'm down to one. I had four like wow. slowly, but they. I've watched guys, they're, they're in my boat sturgeon fish and they want to climb up on the doghouse to fight a fish and watch their buddy or whatever. And they're like, I was just thinking about this today. They stuff their foot right in that, you know how in my boat, there's like that little place where you put all the rods with the carpet. I yeah. just watched their foot go in there and just like crunch all my rods and that. So I was fighting a fish the other day myself I, and I'm like showing the client. I'm like, so this is how you fight them. And I blew up the rod. Wow. Myself. And the yeah. rod just, it just folded though. You could just see it just went like, crack like that thing was stepped on compromised totally compromised yeah yeah so this new rod we got like unless you do one of them jobos on it where you stomp it or put it in the car door or whatever you do to it it's gonna stand up you know if you take care of it not it's gonna stand up good like i these 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 things and they have the the reason i use that blank is because the reputation of it is super like guys fish these things for like redfish and some big powerful fish right yeah, Rain so, Shadow makes great rods. Yeah, yeah. so this thing will oh, stand, yeah. this thing will stand up good to repetitive coho slaying. So why'd you call it the fish pimp? It's the fish pimp. It's rounding up the hose. Well, what's the first? Uh, what's the first? Uh, <laughs> what's the first uh, twitching jig you release? The hooker. Yeah. Yeah, she goes with it. She can go with it. Oh, yeah. totally. It's black and purple like the hooker jig, but yeah. yeah, that is sort of why we originally went with it, but then I, I kind of like the old rounding up the hose. <laughs> Round them up. Yeah. Sweet. Does it come in like different colors or one color or what? Uh, right now, one color. Which is? Purple. purple. Black with purple highlights. Yeah. Yeah. Purple blue has been it's working got, it's good got some, too. It's got some extra like 
some of the pieces in it, like you won't see it on like like factory rods and that, but it's got like these little metal rings that hold the cork and stuff, and yeah. it's got a bunch of those little keeper ring things on it, and they're all metal and they're all that purple and yeah. It's got bent rods, fish. And I'm working on, on I'm working on a deluxe model because I want I want deluxe model for me. It yeah. looks tight. So I'm gonna get one that's gonna have. If anyone's this. wondering. Yeah, the one, I, the the the, ex, the special edition one I'm gonna make for myself, and then I'll probably make like ten of them right off the hop and see how they sell. And that it's gonna have uh, this this shrink wrap on on the cork. Okay. So the cork will be covered with this kind of rubbery shrink wrap. Yeah. Which I like when it's raining and stuff. Yeah. Good you grip know, on it. Good grip on it, and so that it's gonna have metal reel seat on that one. Okay. And I'm gonna look into the guides. I know I know there's. There's some expensive guides you can get, so I'm gonna look at some little bit higher end guides, like some, what do you call that? Some of the tips, you can get these tips now that have this, that won't wrap, non-wrapping tip, which is kill. Yeah. Because when you're twitching, you don't want to wrap a tip yeah. on your rod. That's the other reason you want a stiff rod when you're twitching. If you have a little wispy tip rod, you're gonna yeah. get tip wrap, yep. guaranteed. Yep. And then you know, you're just gonna you, get pissed off. Yeah, and, when you mm -hmm. lift, and, lift and drop a rod quickly <laughs> like that, if you're all whippy up there, yeah. You I don't to, want to get a strike when you I used to fish, tip wrap. Yeah, I used to fish noodle center pins, and that's why I stopped. Yep. I couldn't take it anymore. I had, had times where I wanted to just jam my rod into a rock wall. Like, I was just like, yeah. ah, tip wrap again. Yeah. <laughs> Break off the top six inches because it was too... I just do that on purpose now. Yeah. I just buy a, a pin rod and just snap it the first day and then put a tip on the end, and I'm good. So nice. most of my rods are 11 foot one and a half. <laughs> <laughs> but they're strong at the tip. Yeah, I'm gonna make a center pin rod too here this year. Will will that have a strong tip? Yeah, it's gonna be a tougher rod. Yeah, it's gonna be more for yeah. the more for the meathead fisherman like yeah. myself. When you're yeah. hooking up, you always gotta set your rods down. You know, hiking through the brush, crashing bush, um, putting them back fall. in your truck. You know, we don't want any Face super high modulus rods that are prone to, you yeah. know, getting compromised by that type of usage. Because you yeah. know, it's like. If you're a framer, you need a good hammer, you know. If you're a fisherman, you're kind of the same. You need a good hammer too there, but it's going to be a fishing rod that can withstand catching fish. Yeah. Not, you know, taking it out of your truck and some rod tube and then putting the reel on it every time you fish. No, no. These are getting used every day. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, laying it in the rocks. And mm -hmm. I think hiking's the one of the worst spots too. Oh, yeah. Crashing through the bush for sure. Yeah. Falling, face planting yeah. on rip wrap. <laughs> you know, I mean, guys love love their light rods, but you see a two hundred pound man, and he's talking about a couple ounces. You're like, what? You know? Well, my buddy had <laughs> my buddy had his ten foot six custom built sage, uh, medium light, the other day out chum fishing. It's like, Ooh, so it's more like it, it was. I think it was even. I think it was only ten feet long. It was a. It was made for, I think, tossing spinners way back in the day. Hmm. And he brought it for a float rod, and that thing folded. Yeah. Mm. Folded on a chum. And I'm chum. like, do you want to try the medium heavy? <laughs> sure. I'll borrow your medium heavy. Uh, where can people buy the uh, twitching rod? Uh, from me. From you? Directly from me, yeah. Yeah. So uh, email email bent rod, say I want a twitching jig rod, and yeah, it's 279 yeah, fishing um, at bentrods.ca. Yeah, if you don't know, yeah, you can message me. Like everyone's been messaging me on every form of messaging known to man. Yeah, hey Rod, saying I want hey, a couple of those rods, two of those rods. So, yeah, that that works too. But we prefer you email us for sure. Yeah, that's the best way to do it. Yes, sweet. So, uh, Rod's uh, buddy from Catchercraft the other day caught an epic fish. Oh yeah. yeah. A, a bottom fish, yeah, yeah, a lot rarer than that. I mean, it was it was a definite constellation prize. Yeah, I wouldn't call it epic, but it was pretty epic though. Was, we, were, we were pretty excited about yeah, it. Yeah, we were. What a bass! No, we were. No, no. we're out on the Harrison, and Dave from Catchercraft catch the world's smallest chum salmon. <laughs> Guaranteed. Guaranteed. Yeah, on a twitching jig. On a twitching jig. You didn't see it. I, I'm, on Rod's Instagram, I'm I'm playing dumb. <laughs> oh, okay, okay, you're playing it up. Yeah, that thing that was, was micro. I, mean, I didn't even so believe cool. it. They're like, this is. I saw it come up the side of the boat, and I'm like, squawfish, right? You're yeah, in the, you're in the Harrison. It's golden. Yep, this yeah. little golden fish. I'm like, ah, it's a squawfish. And then I hear mm -hmm. them back there, like, 
I don't. That, what is that thing? I'm like, he was what? trying to release it. And I was like, no, 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 don't do that. Show it to Rod. We got to get a photo of this fish. Yeah, all ten inches of it. That thing yeah. was so cool. Maybe, maybe eight. Maybe eight. Well, like fit in your hand, like no oh, problem. Like, two ha- no, fit in his two hands, so yeah. it was like eight inches. Yeah. And it was like fully barred up, like a like it. Yeah. It was a spawning chum. It wasn't yeah. wasn't anything but. It had a miniature rostrum. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if I you can think, imagine. No, the thing is, I think it was a female. If you look at that picture, the head was so femaleian. Yeah, it was, it was tiny. N- there was no proboscis there. <laughs> but uh, proboscis. Th- this one guy was wondering. Yeah, if, if it lived. <laughs> No, and he wasn't wondering. He was like, it looks dead. Yeah. Wow. Really, dude? Like, it, 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 it ate a twitching jig half the size of its whole body. And, yeah. yeah. And, of course, it lived. It's a chum. Yeah. <laughs> the, most, <laughs> the most dead-looking chum will yeah. still battle yeah. on the Harrison River. The most yeah. durable salmon of all time. Yeah. yeah. No, For, they, like, the next two weeks, anyways. I, I guarantee you that not only did that thing live, but, like... I don't think I would, the, the Harrison chum population would have crashed if that, <laughs> Based on if that, that one. seven inch hermaphrodite <laughs> chum didn't live. Dude, I'm surprised I didn't get to keep it wet. Keep them yeah. wet. Keep them wet. Hashtag keep them wet. Yep. Just pouring yep. rain, dude. That thing was wet. Yep. <laughs> oh, yeah. How much did it rain that day? I don't know. 175 millimeters? <laughs> Seriously. Yeah. Like we were driving back and my alarm's like, Nee, got this high water alarm on my boat. So the alarm's just going. I'm like, oh my god, my bilge pumps aren't working. Oh, it rained furious. Yeah, rained. it's been a wet October, and this November's oh, been pretty soaker too. Yeah, Soakersville is right. Oh, my every all my stuff just smells like deep mildew. Yeah, doesn't matter. How it doesn't I have dry, a chance to dry out. It does. I bring it home and I stick it in the 35 degree room every night. Yeah, it's bone dry in the morning. But as really? soon as I put it on, and eight drops of rain hit it. It's like. Yeah. Oh God. <laughs> Janine actually said liked it one day. I came in she goes, Oh, I like it. And I go, What? She goes, Yeah, that smell. I'm like, that's like, ugh. Musty mildew smell. She liked it. Reminded her of my bulkley jacket or something. Yeah. <laughs> she missed you. Yeah, must have been. <laughs> <laughs> so you smell like mildew is what she's saying. And then apparently that's a, a better smell than other smells. I don't yeah. know. You should you should bottle it and sell it as cologne. Yeah. I know she doesn't like Axe body spray. Nobody really does. I don't think any woman likes Axe yeah. body spray. <laughs> <laughs> so there's that. Yeah. I heard they have a hard time keeping on the shelves over in Mission. Yeah, <laughs> probably do. There's all those flavors in there. I like or not flavor, sorry, but since and they have. How are you using this Axe body spray? <laughs> Flavors. I'm not using it. <laughs> it's mouthwash. <laughs> no, but uh, the names are funny, you know. Like, it's it's almost like Gatorade, you know, like glacial ice. Oh, it's totally. kind of the yeah, same yeah, thing. Yeah. Like, what is he? What is that? Yeah, it sounds impressive. Yeah. yeah, nothing smells less than glacial ice. Yeah, exactly. No smell. Oh, mm. it's fresh. I don't get it. And somebody's job is to label these, you know, and take this seriously, right? He probably spent like two hours one yeah. morning. Extreme mango, like yeah, mango was okay. It didn't need to go extreme, <laughs> you know, right? Oh, I, recently I guided a a guy from up north. He's a guide up in uh, Northwest Territories there, and he had his lady friend with him from. She was from Hong Kong. Yeah most excited I've ever seen anybody about catching a chum with single eggs in it yeah I had to give up half my bag she loved those hors d'oeuvres she was eating them on the boat with her hands just mm. wow so good yeah. yeah I tried some I ate some and what'd you think yeah. it was alright what about it was kind of salty say salty it was a little salty it was kind of yeah. just it didn't have tons of flavor I think you I think yeah. you could add some salt to it maybe yeah Something, maybe some wasabi. We were out yeah. with those guys the one day. They like uh, the sperm sacks off the male oh, chops. Yeah. That's right, fried sperm sacks. Were they Russians? Uh, Germans. I Germans. Think. Yeah, I think Germans. Or no, I think the dad said he was from Russia. And they ate him in front of you. I think so. You watched this. We didn't know. They took no, him home. They, they, they wanted to deep fry him. They want to fry him up. They don't. Deep, they don't deep fry him. Well, he said they put him in uh, cornstarch. Yeah, and then, but, but, but they fry, oh, they fry them on the frying pan. They fry them yeah, okay. on the frying pan, yeah. yeah. And they're well aware of what this is. 
Oh yeah. Oh yeah. No, no. They were they were asking the, us if we the, wanted some. The old fellow's a taxidermist. Like he knows his animals. He's a big time hunter and fisherman. Like, he knows what. The, it must be full of zinc or something. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> like what's in there? I mean, it's protein. Not, it's, not protein. About, it's not always about what's in there, though. Maybe it tastes good. Yeah, but it's cum. Yeah, it tastes good. It tastes good, though. Fried cum. <laughs> Chunks of fried I'm not saying cum. it tastes good. I'm just saying. Yeah, they were excited to take it home and fry it up. They wanted. They're going to do it that night. I've heard of chum cum chowder before. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. I have. Well, yeah, maybe. Hey, you I, you get those, you know, the sacks, and then you add some corn, and I don't know, maybe some clam or something, and there you voila, right? You, yeah, because maybe just, you're low on half and half. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> or sorry, sorry, cream as they call it up here in Canada. <laughs> well, yeah, it, it would do, it would serve as the cream in there. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I can see that. The, the things that people eat, like how I always wonder, like how they decided they wanted to eat them. Like a chicken. The first time someone saw a chicken and they saw the egg on the ground, what made them think, like, you know what, I'm going to throw that on a pan. Oh, I think hunger. Hunger. When you're... Yeah, but you see it come right out of the chicken's butt. Yeah, but when you're true hunger, like true hunger, you're looking at bugs like... "Hmm, Anything. I wonder. Yeah. What about cow's milk? Bark. How did you? De- how did the first person decide? You know what? I'm gonna go yeah. suck on that teat and well, maybe enjoy some. Well, yeah, because you, they saw babies loving it so much. Yeah, more. like hey, there's mm-hmm. something here. There's something. <laughs> makes me wonder. So, like the first time someone cut open a chum and saw the sperm sacs and the thought, like it, this could be this, milky. <laughs> this this <is> white stuff. <laughs> Mmm, <laughs> creamy. I don't know. <laughs> nourishing. <Smooth. Just> <laughs> Which I get like back in the it's day. Very, they didn't waste anything. They, they like did, nothing. The fella did say it was very good for you. Like it has high. I wouldn't doubt it. Yeah. And eggs, like salmon eggs, are high in protein and oh, stuff. Oh, for sure. Like they're really good for yeah. you. Yeah. They really are. Like well, eating fish is good for you. The fish oil. Like I love it. I've heard so many people lately. They're like, oh, I heard you can't eat chums. I'm just like, You're, are you crazy? Missing out on What are you food. talking about? It's a salmon. It's yeah. got sea lice on it. It just swam out of the ocean. What are you talking about? You're not eating the freaking proboscis or the skin <laughs> off it or the, yeah. the, the snu- slug snot that is attached to its body. <laughs> mm. <laughs> They're delicious fish. Oh, yeah. We, we got to know how to deal with we them. We did a deep fry the other night and it was like, that dinner was 10. Yeah. Yeah. So good. You don't want to keep an army tank, one that's all got No, you got to be patches. picky. Like, yeah, you yeah. want to find one with the sea lice on it, and you can see the silver streaks going through the tail. Yeah. If that was a coho, it'd be bright as a brand new, yeah. shiny. And the other thing is, like, a lot coin. of these guys that go out and fish for chums, like, uh, row, row, man, row. It's for the row. Yeah. It's for the row. The males eat the best. Yeah, the males are way better. Like, yeah. I'm telling you, like, just find a male that does... Has barely any tooth development mm. and a firm. He looks firm, and the, the, yeah. the meat will be red. Mm-hmm. It will be. It's like a ready orange. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. good. Yeah, very That's good. Some of my favorite smoked meat to do. Like, yeah, yeah. Have that on a cracker mm. with some jalapeno jelly and some uh, cream you could, cheese. You could dye uh, chums orange or red and tell them it was. That's, that's Chinook. something else, yeah, yeah. or silver or sockeye, and, and they'd probably believe it. And it, that's the whole placebo effect, you know. It, it's like, a, it, let's say you have a green tomato. Green tomato. Some tomatoes are ripe when they're green. Yeah, it, that's the genetics. They don't yeah. need to turn red to be soft and sweet. So some people just get this in their head that well, it's, it's like got to be red or orange. You know, it's like people that only eat uh, eat eggs. From a chicken that makes white eggs. Yeah, well, that's just weird. <laughs> it doesn't exist. Do they bleach them? They're, yeah, they there bleach them. No, but there is there is white eggs in nature because we used to get them. But not chickens. Yeah. What? We had chickens that laid white eggs. No. Yeah. Really? Yeah. They're creamy. They're not like the whitest of white, but they're like, yeah. like definitely like a... Like it's a, not just Clorox a, white. They're not just, white. Just off. Yeah. Yeah, like I forget what they were. That's think, what the color they, I think they call eggshell. Eggshell. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's what they sell at uh, yeah. Cloverdale Paint but they're not Benjamin all, Moore. They're not, it's not like they're all brown. Really? Like, no. We get some brown. We get brown. We get tan. You get, we yeah, get, like, but I did like, think you get yellow. white ones. And then we got, we had chickens that had like white ones. We had yeah. chickens that had blue eggs. Blue, like just off blue. Weird. Like light blue. Yeah, no, they were called Easter eggers. That was the name of the actual chicken. 
They they were pushing so hard that the egg turned blue. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. boy, eggs. Like yeah, the chum eggs. eggs. Chum eggs. I keep going back for this uh, another sip of this goose honker ale you got, but it's empty. I got to get the office fridge then I can mm. stock that thing. That was pretty good beer. though. Thank you, Matt. Yeah, no problem. Goose honker ale. Yeah, it's Goose Island from Chicago. Yeah. Give a little so, shout out to those guys. What else you got going on, Rod? What do you got coming up? I got my I got a raft. Yeah, catcher our raft. Bought a bought a three man uh, catcher craft raft. It's a pretty it's a big it's a, ass sorry, deal. It's like, a pontoon. Yeah, it's not just a raft. Like, well, it is just a raft, but it's a good size one. Yeah, it's not a one man. No, no, it's a bigger raft, and yeah, so I'm gonna be using that thing this year uh, on a secret river, right? Secret rivers only. Yeah. Yeah. Because apparently I've been banned from using it on any other river, so... So just use it on the secret Some river. young fellow said I'm not allowed, so... Make sure. Yeah. And then, you know, it was funny, the same guy that said that, I went and looked at his Facebook, uh, whatever, whatever you call that, what do you call that? Profile, I guess? Yeah. The exact raft in the background of the picture of him holding a steelhead, I'm like, what? What? How? No, this can be... What? Why would... Huh? Huh? And then I look, <laughs> and then it's... I like scroll some stuff and say, "Oh, first trip in the new raft." Him and some other dude rowing down the secret river together yeah. in their new raft. Like I'm like, what? Like pot kettle? What? Yeah. yeah. And then I realized, oh, douche. Oh, never mind. Yeah. He's just, young. Just douche. Yeah. These young guys get. You're gonna take up his spots. That's why. Yeah. Oh, boo, boo, hoo, hoo, hoo. Yeah, the old guys taken from the new. Wow. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Thirty years of hiking. Guess what? Raft. Time for the raft. raft. Yeah. How many pairs of wading boots, Rod, over the years? Yeah, I'm done. I could buy that. I could. It's cheaper to buy a raft than it is to keep buying those freaking Sims waders. <laughs> I bet. <laughs> I'm telling you. And I, I got plantar fasciitis in my foot, and so I don't have to roll with my foot. I can beat up on my arms for a while. And your shoulders. Yeah. And the anchor. Well, yeah. the nice thing is, just go with the flow, right? Just, just yeah, back, back troll some plugs. All good. Yeah, you get to you get to see the river, you know. Oh yeah. Perspective. I I went with Rod in the Watermaster. We filmed a little video, and that was that was fun. Like it was totally yeah. different way of fishing. Yeah, it's fun because when you're not fishing, you're just enjoying the day. You don't got to hike around and yeah, you know, like that's a log the thing, jam like, back to your car. That's totally. the thing. Like people think you're just like. Oh, you got the raft. You're just gonna high grade water. Like I don't even care, man. I'm gonna probably be sitting on a beach making hot dogs. Yeah. Yep. Enjoying my day. Yeah. Like people get so mm. grumpy out there. Like, what's you gotta the work deal? hard. You know, I don't. I don't get the grumpiness. I see it, and it's just like, you're fishing, dude. Like, what are you grumpy about? It's, it's yeah. There's, deal. there's other people here. Yeah. Just like when you drive a car down the road. There's other people here. Yeah. Like that's life. Like get over it move on find your spot do your thing you know it's not always about catching fish either right yeah if, if that's, that's all it is for you then you should probably give it up you know it's all about sharing and giving back and exploring you or know become, new water or maybe become elite and then you can hate keep the hate going <laughs> you want to be elite i'm elite well you have to have a spay rod to be elite don't you bubble jacket bubble jacket yeah what, bubble are, they, what are they called Nate? puffy pants Puffy pants. Yeah, puffy jacket, puffy, puffy pants. Puffy jacket, that's it. Yeah. It was funny, me and Rod went to Thompson a couple weeks ago, and yeah, everyone's got a puffy coat, and me and Rod were out there in some cotton hoodies, and we did just fine, you know? We didn't need a $400 coat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I had the greasy bent Rod's hoodie on, it worked. Yeah. No puffy pants required. Yeah. In the leaky waders. Yeah, we were non-elite on the Thompson. No, you we guys were weren't two handing it. Met some super cool old timers up there. They were awesome to talk to. That was great. Fishing yeah. that river for fifty years. Wow. What club were they from? Kingfishers. Yeah, they were yeah. super nice guys. Kingfisher isn't that in Mission? No, 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 no. It's no? Like, just like a lower mainland club of guys that I'm not even. I don't want to say, but I think '60s and for sure '70s type yeah. of thing. Yeah. Used to do tons of fishing and had their club, and yeah, yeah. they That's were great. Cool. That's pretty cool. Super nice guys. Yeah, yeah we could have talked to them. Like, I mean, I'm, I don't judge anyone out there, but like these guys like walked right up, started talking to us, super funny, having fun. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, the way it should be. Yeah, they yeah. were in their 70s. And then we had another incident where some guy was 
there's this rundown river forest. This is a bit of a story. So there's this rundown. This is what made me leave the river and say, like, let's go. Let's go fish in the Fraser Valley. I'm out. So we actually left the Fraser Valley because of crowding way on the far drive. So anyhow, we're up there and we see this dude. He's in the head of the run, standing up to his neck for three hours fly fishing. Three hours. Didn't move. Not one step. Yeah, because it took hours. us about three hours to cover our big long run. Yeah. Yeah, we did a huge, not even, we took, we picked a huge big piece of water above that, covered it in an hour. I got one fish out of it. And then we wanted to fish that run down there and dude was in there forever. And then all of a sudden he was gone. We saw him walking and leaving. We're like, yeah, let's go. And from where we were to there was 45 minutes, no, half an hour yeah. of the worst wade in the history of wading. It's absolutely brutal. Like we're... <sighs> The way, like you're basically just skating with your hands all like, oh my god, there's yeah. just these grease bowling yeah. balls the whole way. So we finally jet black rocks about the size of a bowling ball that are polished, yeah, with a fine slime on them. Yeah, oh, if you fish the Thompson, your ankle, you know your ankle almost turns, yeah, your ankle almost turns over every step. Yeah, yeah. you're like, shoom, shoom. like, oh my feet hurt. So we, we we go marching half an hour across this thing. We finally get like we're like almost there but because we're only 70 feet away from it that's still another 10 minutes <laughs> he keeps right? drinking the beer that's not there <laughs> it's this over here yeah it's like Put it right there. it's like 70 feet away which takes about like not like five minutes to get there at least yeah and all of a sudden buddy comes running back and like runs straight ahead of us and goes and then doesn't go to the like we thought he was just gonna run go straight out in the water and go stand out to his neck again yeah but he just kind of goes and then like starts like fiddling around. I'm like, what? What's going on? What is happening here? Yeah. And it's, he's a he was a Japanese fellow, whatever. I don't know. He he didn't appear to have English. So I asked him. I said, oh, what happened? I could see he was like taking his clothes apart. And I'm like, he oh, took he must, a swim. Must have swam, right? I'm like, did you? Are you okay? Did you fall in the river or what? He's a, he didn't say nothing. Mm -mm. And then like so we we like in my opinion this was our run now. Like we had walked all the way down yeah, to get to this run. Yeah. We were just approaching and shwoomp. And we were like, no. So we just walked out, waded out, and started fishing. And then all of a sudden we hear like duh, 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 duh. and there's this dude waving his arms at us and yelling who knows what. And we're like, what? What? Yeah. What are you talking about? So we moved down more. Like moved down a bunch more and then started fishing. Then he's flapping his hands at us and stuff. And we're yeah, like, telling us to go further down. Swatting flies over there. What the yeah. hell is going on? So yeah, we just kind of fished down for a bit. There was another dude, completely cement feet cemented into the tail out. So we were like, oh okay, let's get out of here. So we left there and I don't even know if we fished. Yeah, we did. We went down. Fished, we fished it. Fished that deep pool way down there. Yeah. yeah. So we went fish one more spot into the dark and then. We were gonna stay the night and fish again, and I just said, like, you know what? I'm, I'm getting down with getting out of here. Yeah, you know? exactly. And it, it was so it was dudes everywhere, really busy. Yeah, it was beautiful that day, but a little yeah. windy and rainy at the end. And yeah, you know we we go through runs pretty quick. I don't know why these other guys don't. Yeah, I know. It was, you know, it's not a good river for standing in a stationary position. You're not sounding. No, there's so much space. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's not and even, the steelhead could be anywhere, so standing in one place, I think you super highly ineffective. Yeah, yeah. just move through, like go on, mm -hmm. move on, like especially those fish. Like, and share grab, the river, you know, and uh, flap your arms. And, at and we weren't bummed at him, but he was bummed at us. But like, hey man, we're just gonna breeze through here, and, and we didn't catch a fish anyway. So him yelling at us was futile, you know. Yeah, like equal opportunity, you know, for sure. Yeah. Especially when you drive all the way out there and it's cold and windy and stuff. Yeah, so no, we came back and I think yeah. What did we do the next day? We yeah we we went up, yeah we went fish the Harrison did search for coho and yeah we did pretty good smash chums and yeah. caught yeah I can't remember what else we did. It was a standard lots of day. chum smashing. Yeah, there was some chum smashing. How's the coho situation? Well, the coho this year for me was had its highs and lows. I did pretty good. I ventured off the Harrison and did pretty good at other spots. Yeah. And then, uh, yeah, the Harrison never really panned out. It kind of, there was a good bump of fish early in October and they stayed for about a week and a half. They were available. And then the rains came and yeah, they started bolting and then they just disappeared. Kept, no, they just kept bolting. You get, you get fish here and there, a couple, 
but there was no no usual pounding them out yeah that's for sure yeah Huh. And it just kept raining and raining and raining and raining and then rained some more. Yeah, the Harrison's so high, it's like going through the forest right now. Yeah. yeah. You know, there's it's going to wash up some people yeah. out of the cemetery. It's over the grass. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Manitou might get washed away. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, there might be some of them white squares going down river. Just like an old netting tote. Yeah, and sturgeon stur- fishing? Any- sturgeon fishing was super good. Yeah? Oh, yeah, it was really good. Yeah, it was kind of got tough there in the summer for a bit, but then it got really good. Yeah, super good. And I had, like, no sturgeon trips. Yeah? When it was just on fire. It was all <laughs> salmon fishing? All salmon fishing every day. I had so many coho trips, but luckily, yeah, I moved moved off the Harrison and got her done, so. Cool. All on twitching jigs. They were yeah. on fire. The bruiser came out, by the way. Bruiser, yeah. The bruiser jig was one. getting them on that one, getting them on some blue and black and purple and black and Sharice and black and black and black. <laughs> Lots of black. Black. Yeah. <laughs> Black's good. With sparkle, of course. Yeah. Some sparkle. A little in color there. in there. Flash. KMF. Yeah. I've never tried all black. I should call one the Hacka. The Hacka? Yeah. Do you know what that is? No. Oh. That's that little song those All Blacks do before they play rugby to get oh, themselves in, in, the the, mood, in the mood to kill. Is that the New, Z, the New Zealand team that does yeah, that or New the Z- All Blacks? Yeah, yeah, the All Blacks. The New Zealand rugby team. They do this like crazy thing where they're like, rah, rah, and they yell and they all do it in unison. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. The Haka Jig. I don't know this. I'm letting you know. No, I do. The Haka Jig. Just black. All black. Yeah. Black head on it. And- black head. Yeah, black, black marabou. Put some black sparkle in there. <laughs> Are you hearing this beeping? It's Rod's phone. It's that. <laughs> See? Why is it doing it? Because you got a text message. Oh, Picked really? up on the uh, wow. frequency of it. Dude, I'm dead. So, yeah, and that's about all that's happening right now. Steelhead season's coming. Uh, we're really trying to get over here to the island to go hit the hit a river to do some coho fishing. Yeah. Yeah, there's one river there where I got friends that live on it and... They That's have, where you went last year too, right? Yeah, they have yeah. drift boats, and yeah, so we're trying to get over there. Hopefully, they make that happen. That'd be cool. Just yeah. need—I can't do it till at least next week. I got to get through this weekend because I'm going away with Nina to do some nice shopping downtown and stuff. So nice. Yeah, so maybe after that we'll head over and go pound some chrome. Yeah, hopefully this moon didn't put off all those teething chums. Tomorrow we, we can pound some out because the river's on the drop. Oh, yeah. So I got my good client, Bob Quigley's up visiting. and Yeah. We're just taking him out for a little bit of walking wade. Nice. Just to hammer on some yeah, catch teething chums. chums. Yeah, a lot of bent rods. Yeah. A lot of torn up jigs, you know. Yeah, some zoifs. He was having fun today. Zoifs. He yeah. Kept, he kept going on about how chrome they were. He's like, oh, I've never yeah. seen chums like these ones before. Yeah. We had to scarf down a couple Twinkies with them on the bank because that's his good luck. Yeah, that's his... That's uh, his uh, little superstitious thing, you know. And I hadn't had a Twinkie for I don't know how long, but eh, nothing has changed with the Twinkie. No. It's kind of like a greasy little weird Sugar thing. ball. <laughs> yeah. The cream's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of like... Uh, They're good. It's kind of like the, the sperm sack. Yeah, oh. I was going to say, it's, a, yeah. it's, a, it's the Twinkie sperm <laughs> sack. It's the same. Oh, there you go. It's the same draw <laughs> yeah. to the yeah. Twinkie. <laughs> some people eat Twinkies. Some people eat chum cum. <laughs> Awesome. Anything else? Oh, there's got to be something. What other excitement do we have lately? Um, lots, lots, <laughs> lots. That's why I'm stumped. Yeah. Is it good to get out of the boat and be walking? Oh, I was, I was yesterday. I was just on and on about that. I was like, oh, this feels so good. <laughs> oh, just not the hassle of like my boat could break down today and just oh, maintenance and cleaning and it was just like. A just back, walk a, ba- a backpack yeah what do I yeah. have today I have a backpack to worry about where's exactly. my backpack oh my backpack's good my backpack doesn't take gas no oh, needy man. clients <sighs> just a lot of float downs Rod was getting me to be a guide in training when I was out there with uh, those guys the other day so I was on, I, the, I was you, on the net you had his backup yeah okay can you imagine if if that was what it's, like, what it's like and that was only what three guys that was just three guys yeah, so typically I have four out with the yeah. fishing guys uh, no I was just oh. out to film uh, film for Rod oh okay just we'll just make filming a little and I had with my clients yeah yeah. yeah. but um, 
Yeah, so when I got four people in there and we're fishing chums out of the boat and it's on It'd fire. It'd be nonstop with the net. Oh, guys, It's a full boat, too. Guys, no one will take a break because, like, two guys, you might, sometimes two guys will sit down for a sec. And then you're only down to double headers, and it's like, oh, I got one, okay. And because of the rain this year, no beaches. Yeah, so, so you're not on the shore. Fishing out of the boat. I got big yeah. rips in my net, and ah, oh. that rostrum tears in this net apart. Yeah, oh, so bad. How are those weights you got, Rod? Those what? Those weights? Those weights you like to use in the net? Oh, Jesus Christ! The egg weights in the net are the awesome. <laughs> they go through, and all four egg weights go oh, through yeah, a different yeah, yeah. hole in the net, <laughs> and then you're sitting trying to figure out where oh, they are. The worst. <laughs> Well, even with the pencil lead weight there that we had on the pencil other day. Pencil lead it, is that bad would, enough. I think, yeah. I think for the boat, I think almost Nate's way would be better. Like your weight would have like swivels on it. Yeah. I don't know. This still get messed up in that net. But. Maybe like a big weight, like a fat, round it's just weight. Just a big, yeah. that won't fit through the hole of the net. About, <laughs> maybe, a giant Betty. A Betty with a swivel on each end so it won't fit through the hole in the net. That would be the next level. But the, I'm gonna invent the mesh that. is pretty big though still no no that. not that big no but you could just clip off the the weight then and then then you wouldn't even have to deal with the net you just clip that weight off and hook it back up once you get the fish out and i don't know if that's more work i don't know yeah i don't know i, I just don't think you'd even have to if you had like a, a bouncing betty with a swivel off each end like is that what they do the viewers have like a half a swivel coming out of the weight on each end sort of mine's got a shaft going through it yeah, so maybe if I get a shaft and just put drill out a bouncing Betty shaped ball, have it on there, like you know what I mean? Yeah, possibly might work I can make for your those. clients when you got a net the toothy chum. Yeah, I'm onto something. Because it is pretty. It's gnarly. That's yeah. the worst. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's it's yeah. You got to untangle everything. And it's bad enough with the head of the jig gets all caught through the hole. And, oh yeah, and bent out, and then yeah. you end up cutting the line and yeah. retying it and trashes the gear. Yeah. Yeah, because those, those, what do we call them? The, the, the ones with the big rostrum. Yeah. Yeah, the probrostrum chums get their, they get in there and they get their tooth locked into the hole in the net and they just do oh. like a triple twister. Yeah, it <laughs> ties it all it's up. Just mm -hmm. so balled up. It's just brutal. Yeah, it's yeah. tough on the fish too, but like we all know, know the chums are tough. Anyways. I was out there with clients and I was joking one day and I'm like, I'm going to start a jig that like literally has a hinge on it and you can like, I don't know how you'd engage it, but it would like, yeah, just a little <laughs> off. Electronic just, jig. Yeah, just pop, they're off. Like, yeah. okay, I got enough of you. Leader touch, pop, yeah. off. Yeah, yeah it's kind of nice when they come off in the in the third we, quarter, oh, yeah. you know. <laughs> we should <laughs> snip nice. the hook points off tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. Just get some go and Just downs. use like pressure to keep them on. <laughs> yeah. And then, and, just, the, and then when you give up pressure, they're gone. Yeah, don't I'm, even need the net. I'm doing that tomorrow. <laughs> we had the sandy spot going and boy man you get them on the beach for a minute and they flap that tail and you get you Face get bisquicked yeah bisquicked <laughs> we're just covered in sand you know like like it was all over my sunglasses of sand you know and my face and like oh great how am I going to clean this sandy water off my face and the river's covered in dead fish yeah you don't want to be washing in there Fish oil. You know what was weird? So yesterday we were there. The river was much lower. Then it rained all night. River come up, and then it just stank today. Today, like yesterday, didn't stink. Today was stinkum. Yeah, they got and like there was a, like and there another thing. There was that little side channel. Yesterday they were swimming in it. Today there everything was dead in it, and the water was higher, which was really weird. Apocalypse. Oh, and then we had we had a her uh, heron came up like eight feet away from us today. To eat our gut pile and all the sperm sacks. Oh, see, yeah, he was a cum guzzler. <laughs> yeah, he knew what was good for him yeah. or her. I didn't know what the heron was, but it it, it wasn't. You scared. see that giant piece of guts he ate? Yeah, it went over the river, so it was in the sand. Yeah, and it washed off the guts before it ate it. You can see it shaking the sand right off of it. I'm, no, like, it took, I'm not it, eating it, the sand. It took the guts. It had like the intestine with liver or whatever. Carried it to that side channel. Dipped it in the side channel, shook it around, washed it all off several times, like, then, like really thoroughly, yeah, like, like a bunch of times, and then sat back and went blah, 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 and gobbled it down. Yeah, wants clean meat. Yeah, no, yeah, I, I thought, like sand. Yeah, I just thought it was pretty. Like you know, you don't you just think animals are just going to be all 
Seagull or, wouldn't yeah. do that. No, Seagull would be like, oh, fuck, fuck Sam. I'll eat <laughs> yeah. sand over there. I eat sand oh, for fun. Oh, we saw a poor Seagull with his leg all messed up. Yeah, yeah like 10 feet of like 100-pound mono hanging off it. Ugh. And it cinched up, I think, because his leg was all floppy, and he was and he'd yeah. fly, and it would be like dangling eight feet off. Uh, wouldn't wouldn't be that hard to catch him then, would it? Yeah, you could fly. It's a seagull. Yeah, but if it's got eight feet of line hanging, yeah, off but of you it, could fly. Yeah, you would get near him and you just us. fly away. Yeah. That was kind of sad. Yeah, I, I throw your line away. I was like, no, I was like, I thought like, can we maybe get him? But like, no. If you couldn't fly, you could easily get him, but. No, he was flying around and stuff. Yeah, seagulls uh, can live with only one leg, anyways. <laughs> I've seen them. They're survivors. Yeah, they're, we're talking about a seagull here. Yeah, yeah, they're survivors. I almost got crapped on today by one of those things. Uh, there you go, screw. Seagulls. I mean, it was a few feet away. I'm sitting there fishing. Hey, and, and let's be honest, if he, do, if he doesn't survive, another seagull's just going to eat him. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So. There you go. Yeah, eyes first. Yeah, I felt bad for the eagles on the Harrison. They were moping around the other day. Yeah, washed there's no bars for them to no beaches for their chums. Washed off all their food, man. Yeah, I was there the other day, yeah. sturgeon fishing, and like every chum in the whole Harrison River floated by me. It yeah, was ridiculous. Yeah, just dead chums on the float. Yeah, <laughs> sturgeon are loving it. Yeah, maybe. Probably sink, they're probably they? getting full. Sturgeon fishermen weren't loving it. It's like, oh, rod three, set the hook. Snowden's not really fighting. It's like a 30 pound chum <laughs> rotten hooked in the dorse. Ooh. Oh. A Tony Dorset? Yeah. Is that what it's called? Brutal. Well, you caught that huge uh, Chinook on the Harrison. Oh, yeah. It was a beaut, eh? Yeah. White albino fish. Yeah. That thing was crazy. I, I swear. I was like, I thought, at first, I thought it was a dead sturgeon floating down the Harrison. So I went to check it out. And then I was like, oh, no, it's a seal. And I got closer. I'm like, what? It's a fish? You gotta be, it can't be a fish. It was wow. a fish, man. That thing was huge. It was seal size. Honestly, it was seal size. Yeah. It was humongous. How much was that The weight? picture I posted didn't do, didn't do it justice. Yeah. I couldn't lift that thing. I was like, trying to lift it. It had an adipose fin the size of your face. Yeah. Wow. It was ridiculous. How much do you think it weighed? It was, well, I mean, it was dead. So yeah. I, I'm going to say that was one of those 60 pounders. Yeah. Yeah. It looked huge. Like just Yeah, it was like, a sixty yeah. pounder. The thing was ridiculous. Wow, what a beast. Yeah, I want to catch that one on the way in, not yeah. on the way out. <laughs> exactly. A little more exciting. I know, on Chris, the way my in. buddy Chris couldn't believe I netted that thing. He's like, You're not gonna net that. I'm like, Hell yes, I'm gonna net that. What are you talking about? I dealt with worse than that. Yeah. That's like that thing was just bait if I wanted it to be, but yeah, I don't use that kind of bait no more, so Oof. Stink bait. Yeah, oh, that's God. another story. I'm done with that stink bait. <laughs> Dude, there's probably people eating stink bait, though. Somewhere they probably do. Oh, have you been on the better in mid-October? Yeah. Yeah. I've seen some people carting away some fish that weren't, weren't edible. Yeah, they're... Good, good for your smoker. Yeah. Hmm. Good for dog food. Good for gardening, probably. That's about it. Yeah. Man. Your dog probably would. If that do. fish has a dime-sized piece of mold on it, I'm not keeping it. Yeah, no. why? Why bother? Yeah, it's got to be fresh. Yeah, those chums though, like they're they're crazy. How though, like they, they still bite when they get ugly. I know it's a bummer. Yeah, they'll be like half of their bodies missing, and they're still fighting uh, like crazy. Yeah, not that we were getting. We didn't get any when we were fishing just last few days, but they're all nice ones. But like, yeah, they're. You know, on other rivers earlier in the season when there's, you just catch some crazy fish. You're like, what? Like, what are you doing? Yeah, night of the living chum. <laughs> nice run this year, though. Huge run of chum. Yeah, it's good for the valley. Rec- record the high, nutrients. isn't it? What's that? Is it a record high one? Oh, it's not a record. No. There's no way. But it's definitely higher. No, it's a good run, though. Yeah. yeah. Record for this day and age. Yeah. <laughs> you know? I mean, like, we get excited about any type of good return of fish yep. these days mm-hmm. down where Nate comes from you should talk about that so he lives on the Skycomish River down in Washington State and there's like no chums yeah like Vanishto and it's a, it's it's it had runs like the Vetter right well I wouldn't say quite like the Vetter but yeah it had you know a couple hundred thousand chum yeah it's a bigger river system but uh, as soon as they started giving the sportsman's allocation which 
wasn't much because sportsmen's really don't really want too many chum besides maybe for some smokers and some bait. But they, one year, all of a sudden, they said you couldn't retain any chum, and they gave these huge allotments to the commercials just for uh, making Frisky's cat food and then selling eggs, you know, to Asia. And the runs suffered immensely. Now our escapement is down to, like, 70,000, but I don't think it's going to make it this year. Wow. And, uh, and, And the eagles are sitting around going hungry, you know. Yeah, and they're gonna they're gonna go away. Our, our the symbol of you know America is gonna fly off to live somewhere else. And Harrison, yeah, just so that you know kitties can eat salmon. You know dinner. And so the eagles want to move to Canada too. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure a lot of those eagles on the Harrison probably came from down my way because there's no fish to eat. And yeah. You know how that's how eagles are. They migrate. Yeah, well, yeah, they're migratory birds. But their favorite food is what? Salmon, the chum too. Yeah. Oh yeah, dead dead chum. Yeah, on the I mean, the huge runs of chums are what they really migrate towards. You know, the Squamish used to have that huge run. Yeah, the Skagit used to have the huge run. It's nice to see the Harrison having their huge run because you can, you know, you can see fifty bald eagles on a bar sitting yeah. there or or in a tree. You know, not just one or two sitting around going hungry. Yeah, but yeah, everything thrives on it. Like I was. Up there filming with Danina was doing was doing some filming when we were up there and we were floating down in about I don't know eight feet of water say and we just turned the motor off and just drifted down the Harrison and you're coming on the little the little bays like, what would you call those things like the little pits scallops little scallops of like so there's it's shallow deep shallow deep whoop de doos the whoop de doos and we're floating along and I'm seeing like eight nine foot sturgeon just like scattering away from my boat like there goes three over there there goes two over there it was like wow killer yeah, that's pretty awesome but they yeah, actually rivers alive. they weren't there eating the chum like they're there eating the chum eggs yeah they're slurping on, the, on those spawning beds for sure yeah but yeah it was pretty awesome but no at, at least you know the one nice thing is that with that big chum run the all the other fish maybe the coho didn't come back in very good numbers but they should have good survival that's what they need right there for the survival is yeah. that food base yeah mm-hmm Fertilizer for the river. Yeah, well you know, fertilized. So that's it's good. giving everybody a, a shot in the arm of goodness, you know, from the plants down to the bugs and the invertebrates. Yeah. You know, it's really important. Yeah, so that's about a wrap for this year for the my coho fishing, I think. Yeah, a little bit of chum fishing left and Yeah, I'll go I'll go out a few more times, but I'm gonna hit the island there hopefully and get into it there and then I'll go for steelhead. Yeah, then I'll go into hibernation for a month and a half while the masses go steelhead fishing for the 11 fish that are there. Yeah. And then I'll wait until... End of January? Is that when you... Yeah, probably probably start going out there in mid-January. Yeah. Right around the time we get our flood. That's yeah, gonna, every I'll just year. start getting into it. Yeah. I'll get a few fish and then the flood will come. Yeah. And a whole new river. Yeah, and then things will be good after that. Until April, May does it again. Uh, maybe next past, next podcast I'll get into it more about my upcoming bass fishing. Yeah. Yeah, that sounds fun. What opportunity. It is got. fun. Holy crap. I went with Rod, what was that, August 1st or something? Yeah. Sometime in August? Yeah. It was so fun. Top like, water. Every, every, everything. We were, yeah, like it was anything. Yeah, yeah. You had if you knew it, the technique. If you knew how to use it, you would get them on it. Yeah, yeah. We were flipping senko worms and we were casting topwater frogs. That was the most coolest thing. I was getting. I was when we first got there. I was getting them on the popper fly. Yeah, just pop, pop, pop. Wow, that was good. But yeah, so I got these two private lakes. I'll be uh, guiding on next year. Might have to come up with the bent rods a BC rig. The BC rig. What's that one? Well, you know, they got the Texas rig, the Carolina rig. The BC rig. <laughs> That'd be yeah. awesome. I don't know. Maybe. Yeah. Probably not, though. Bouncing Betty. Just throwing it out there. <laughs> Bouncing Betty. Floating a jig with a prawn on it. Yeah. There you go. The BC Again, rig. And the bass will eat that. They might. Probably would. Yeah, they're pretty aggressive. I guarantee they'd eat my twitching jigs. Yeah. I guarantee. Think so. Just got to get them weedless. There you go. Yeah. To, I'm actually thinking about already think, been strongly thinking about pouring some weedless jig heads 
even for coho yeah not a bad idea yeah it's just yeah so all you do is you put well areas are weedy where you like to twitch you know you just put a piece of mono it loops back over so when the fish bites the mono folds to the side and the hook's exposed yeah yeah Hmm. works good Mm mm-hmm like some 40 or something yeah exactly exactly yeah cool right on so yeah that's about it that's a wrap that's a wrap okay cool man tight lines and bent rods